Hey, this is Benny Sperling, and you're participating in the Designers Road Trip. This is going to be a super fun project. Uh, you will know me maybe from the future game, Yakatori, where you get to skewer tiles. You can find me on the internet on Twitter, at Benny275. Have a great time. This is the story of a little guy in a big world, a small board game publisher trying to make an impact on a fast-paced industry with thousands of new games each year. Without being able to compete with low prices or large print runs, Buttonshy is simply just doing things its own way. Welcome to DIY Board Games. Here we are, another episode of the Board Game Road Trip, where Ben Beagle takes the uh, initial design that we created here at Buttonshy off around the globe, well, the U.S. at least, uh, meeting up with other designers and developers and playtesters and expanding on what we created. So uh, this week we have Benny Sperling, but first... Ben is going to recap with me uh, how things went. Um, we're going to start at the end, then go to the middle, then go to the beginning, and, you know, it's a whole whirlwind around here, so check it out. Just sitting down with Jason to show him uh, Painting the Roses Red, which is uh, the changes that uh, Benny Sperling made when I was uh, with him in Dallas last week to the board game of the month, or the board game of the club, or, uh, board game road trip, <coughs> board game road trip. We have too many, too many board game things. Too many board game, board game, board game. I also should be taking notes, so. Somebody's got to make a PvP of this, and it's not going to be me. Um, so, uh, I played the game with Benny, and he thought it was really cool. He thought it was really, you know, it was a cool little game for the way it played. Uh, his, his wife was there, Jax was there to watch us, and she had some feedback, too. Uh, but one of the things that he said when it was when we were playing, it felt like he was just, with the way the cards turned over, it was like painting the roses red. And, his wife, uh, you'll hear him in his audio mention, is, is big into Alice in Wonderland and Lewis Carroll. Um, and so that kind of stuck. She perked up. Uh, and he started thinking about ways that you could still flip the cards, but have it mean something different. And so the idea he thought of is all the roses are different colors. And so instead of being potions, there were two to four different rose icons on the card with different colors. And so, you know, you might have some with two and some with three and some with four. And, and you'd set those up on the board so that the placement and whatnot still mattered. And then on a player's turn, they would take from the pile and put a new one out. Okay. And, and they would put it with the colored side up, with the multicolored sides up. So you can see here we've got one that's got a brown, a red, and a, or a brown, a, a root of something purple, and a, gr a green rose, a yellow and a blue, a purple and yellow, you know, just different colors that aren't red. And we're going to use the dice, we're going to dice draft. Okay. To, uh, to then place dice on these roses. And whoever completes the rose, once the rose is completed, whoever has the majority on that rose of their cubes is going to, uh, um, is going to get to score the rose. So we, we, we need cubes now for every player, and it's eight cubes we're going to do. Um, oh, that's in the car. Don't worry, we don't, we don't need them for now for me to kind of show you the, the, the layout of the game. Okay. So then you'll uh, you'll roll the dice. The active player will, will will put out a new card, and then roll the dice. And you'll see here on this we got a four, a three, and a six. And there's a sheet that will list what number corresponds with what color. Okay. So in this case, uh, three is purple, six is wild. Six is always wild. It can be any color. And four is blue. Just on the sheet that I made real quick to show you. Okay. Um. So what would happen is in reverse player order. So since I rolled them. 
in reverse player order. So counterclockwise, you would draft the dice. So the last player actually gets to pick their die first. Okay. So you would pick a die. I'll pick the wild. Okay. And I will pick the three for the purple. Okay. And then this die doesn't do anything. Okay. And then in player order, we place them. So as I rolled, I'll place this, and I'll place it on this purple here. And so what I would do is I wouldn't place the die. I would actually place my cube there. Okay. And then you would place. What do we do with the die after? We... Uh, it just goes back in the pool. Okay. So I'll place on the green. Okay, so you place on the green. Um, so then we would check at the end of the round to see if a rose if a rose bush is full. No, what's considered full? All the roses have been painted red. Oh. See, so you chose to paint this green rose red. Yep. And I chose to paint this purple rose red. Gotcha. And so when, when it comes to that, so you play this, and then after a couple rounds, you'll have some more cards out here too uh, after, because you put one out every round. So if I put one on, because the, the one that you put on only yep. has two. So yes. if I put one on there, what happens? If you put one on there, the player who has the majority Which of is cubes. Nobody. Nobody. So the person who has the majority on a normal one, a three or a four, yeah. would get, um, would win that card. Okay. What if nobody If does? there's a tie... It's the last person to place. So the person who finishes it gets the bonus. So, um, okay. so on twos, there is a concern that I'm sure you're seeing too. Why would you put the one? Why would you put the one? Exactly. Yeah. So there's... And on a three, why would you put the two? There's, so there's, there's things because you've got to put a, the die somewhere. Depending on... You know, I you guess have you have to. played it with three people really quick. It's not an option. No, you can't not play your die. Okay. I'm so... Sure. Um, if it's available, you take it. If you can't place your die because the color doesn't match, you get to put a new card out and see if you can place it on that one. Do you only place one die per turn? You only place one die per turn. But so what would happen is then these would be flipped over if it was finished, and the back side of the card would just be the roses are red, um, and you will put your cube on there to show that you scored that card. Gotcha. And so at the end of the game would be when no more cards could be drawn. Mm -hmm. You would finish out that round. Uh, of drafting, and then you would score out based on the cards that people have there. So Ben explained it to me. I understand the game. It's time to cut the Benny Sperling all the way in Texas and see what he has to say about what he's going to do to the design. All right, we are recording, so. Excellent. I'm going to paint the roses red. All right. So this is the first test of Benny's update for the board game of the road trip. For the... The wonderful road trip board game. There you go. Okay, and, and we're going to do what? Just one, two, right in the deck? Uh, yeah, I think so. Two. We're going to change, we can change the numbers up right now. They're just. And so we have the four twos laid out, and then we're going to shuffle. Yeah. Let's figure out what the colors mean. Or which colors are so, but we've got. Oh, we could do that here, though. Brown. Yeah. Green. What are the other colors? Uh, black. Black. Blue. Blue. Huh. Black. And there's a turquoise. And then what's that? Purple. Yeah, right now we've got six. That's fine. So, uh, we'll go purple. All right. And then one, two, three, four, five, six. 
that's going to correspond to these, the pips. Okay. It's your game. You roll first. All right. So there is a two, a three, a one, and another three. So we've got a brown, a green, two, two blacks, and a turquoise. You draft. Oh, you, you forgot to place first. Oh, yeah. I place this turquoise right here in the middle because it's beautiful. Like uh, turquoise is the five, so. Five. All right. All right. So that's game. Mm -hmm. Would you get partial points for this, do you think? Like for any remainders? Because, I mean, there were a couple turns there at the end where sure. you kind of knew it was coming, so. Yeah. Maybe say one point per cube that's left out there. Okay. So I'd get four points just for having four cubes out there. That seems like a lot. Maybe you... Yeah. I don't know. Half round down. That would be... That'd give me two. Two, three, right? Half rounded down. Half rounded down. We got okay. two. I got four out there. Oh. So... Oh, so half your number of cubes rounded down so you get two points. That's fine. That's good. So I got one question, uh, Jax. You, because you rolled the dice on your turn, you got screwed a lot where you didn't get to do anything. How did that make you feel? Because I think that might be something we want to... Obviously. Yeah. With so few turns in a, in a game... And it happened losing, like three times to you. Yeah, even losing one is painful. So that's something that, you know, again, there's some stuff that we might be able to, this is the joy of this, is you might be like, hey, I couldn't figure this out, have fun. But that's something that we might want to play with here tonight. If you do multiple colors per card, instead of one card just being that color exclusively, okay. you know, you have a whole lot more options. Like there might be two roses with two different colors? Yeah, like okay. instead of just being turquoise, this would be four different colors. Okay, or maybe three turquoise and one black. Or, yeah. Okay. Something like that. Where you weight the colors. Where one's harder to get than the other. Or the if other one's one's a wild, you can only do five colors. If we did five colors, we could have a wild, and then. That'd be cool. That's really powerful for the first person to draw. I mean, it's because they they always get a play. Yeah. So last player would always get a play. It's not like where Jax would get you know kind of screwed. Yeah. She would actually get to do something useful. And feel better about herself. Yeah, that's. I just. I just noticed that it happened to you like three times, and it didn't happen to like it didn't happen to me at all. I don't know if it happened to you, Ben. It did not happen to either of you. Okay. We're <laughs> awesome, and we're named Ben, and you are not. I am not named Ben. That is correct. <laughs> so, <coughs> so, what do you think of the first play test? I think it went well, as far as placement goes. I think it might be cool if you left the card where it was. Okay. Just turn it over, right? And you leave one of your marks on it if you own it. Okay. So this is, say, this is my card, right? And then if I manage to get these cards adjacent to each other, maybe I'd get a bonus. Okay. So then it would matter as far as, like, how the garden shapes up. So maybe you would look to specifically take on certain cards versus just, oh, whatever's... 
available to me, I'm going to go after, oh, I'm going to go after blue because I can get blue. Mm-hmm. Something like that. What do you think? I like that. I want the cards and placements to do something. You know me. Yeah. If it's Well, if it's a rose garden, it, I feel like it should. Yeah, I mean, it, it should look like it's, it's growing and blooming and becoming... Fake. Fake. Yeah. Painted red. So maybe you could do like fun little like oh maybe these could be um so tokens you do a paintbrush with player color. Mm-hmm. And that would be your marker. That'd be kind of a fun little kitschy Oh I'm painting. What do you think of the card count? Do you think we'd want more or less or depend uh, on players maybe? I would go maybe like twenty. We did fourteen. That seemed like too few. Kind of felt a little short. Well, how many cards did you score? I scored two. I scored two. You scored two, so. I'd want to score a couple more. It may change based on, like I said, when we change the colors Mm -hmm. and change the placement, it might change the way things go because now you might go for the lower point card because you're going to get an adjacency bonus or something. Right. It's like that game. Build a city or something? Checkers? You build cities and checkers? <laughs> Where you have the green buildings beside each other do something or if Town Center? Sure. If you play it's got big cubes, like big three quarter inch cubes. Yeah. And like if you have more green next to red, then red grows, and if you got more blue next to green, then green grows, and oh that is a brain burning puzzle and I love it. You're talking about Urban Sprawl. No, I'm talking about You're a black card. Do I get to like put a cube on it? Nope. Not yet. Um, so, I need to place another card? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's going to end on your turn. Yeah. Or end on my turn, because I won't be able to draw. So, you're going to place a card? Your turn. <laughs> so, flip a card? Hmm. Uh, screw another person advantage. Like a swap or just a remove? Either. Like, if you say since the fours, whatever's the harder one to get would be the mean one. Well, <laughs> hard to get. Yeah. Because yeah. um, you would basically, this resorts to whoever's placing. Yeah. Um, and so then it becomes kind of like a puzzly thing, like when you draw your card, where do you put it? That's yeah. the point. It actually makes you have to. Yeah. In- yeah. A little bit. And be the number of cards, it, it, it's a puzzly game to begin with. So the three, so what if the three is the kick out, right? Meaning what? So maybe the three kicks out. It recycles a card? Or I kick out one of your cubes. I can kick out somebody else's cube. Yeah. If I surround it, I kick out your cube from something. It's it's a kick out, not a replace. Right. <coughs> so you're not Another really card. gaining an advantage, but you are putting the person at yeah. disadvantage. Is so if the forest surround, then you add a cube to any card. Could be. Or the four ignores color placement rule for that turn. Like you could place it anywhere. It's possible. So I'm always a fan myself of, of giving somebody less than by taking something away. 
So, like, the kick out is a big, like, that's a lot of progress gone. That's a whole round gone. So. I mean, that would, that would be pretty sucky. Yeah. So maybe you move it from one card to another. <coughs> okay. And you displace. Okay. So if we're on going for the same card, I can move you guys can move out of it. one of my guys to any other card. Corresponding color? That wouldn't be corresponding color. That, that, would, that would just be really hard. Not really. Not if you're going to color splash the cards. What if you couldn't place it on a matching color? What if that was the only green? Then it leaves the game? No. I like mean things. You are mean. I like mean games. I can't help it. It's already pretty ornery because you're drafting based on color. So yeah. you could really hose somebody as far as getting the color they really need. But then, but then, with the the rule right now, where if you can't place, you draw a card. Right. They could do one of these. Yeah, they could, and then they could get you know a useful effect. Um, to kick out another token to any other matching color. If available. Right. And then the four would be place. As though wild. Yep. Okay. It could be very powerful. Yeah. yeah. That's the goal. Is to give you reasons to place things in certain ways. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, we could do more effects. These are just maybe additional effects for threes and fours. Or if we felt like a need to expand... Back to the Buttonshy HQ in New Jersey. Ben and I have played through Paint the Roses Red, and now it's time to start talking about it. Here we go. Purple. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, if I went here, you would have. Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right, so that's good. Points. I have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, plus two bonus points. So I have fifteen. All right. I have... 4, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16 plus 2, 6 bonus points. What was your total? 22. So yeah, you won. Um, no, that's really cool. I think that's pretty solid. Um, definitely think it's going to be a complete different experience with 3. Yeah, yeah um, it, was, it was a different experience with 3. Again, we only have the 14 cards. We didn't have the full 20 that we're playing with now that we suggested we thought we would need more. So maybe in a two-player game, you only play with 14 so it doesn't drag as much. Uh, but I don't know. You know, that's all things... That's all. Those are all things I don't that can know that it felt development, too long. And this isn't really a development... No, game, no, no. So. And I don't think it felt too long. Um, it definitely was two, turn, or two rounds longer... Or two turns longer than it would have been because we forgot... To pull cards. And that would have been fine. Because I felt like the length was good, so I felt like I had a chance to get some of those bonus points in the end. Which, if it weren't for the bonus points... I would have had 16 points, and you would have had... 12-ish. Yeah. So, so the bonus points definitely did come into play, you know, because you had a whole bunch of them. 
Well, they didn't exactly come into play, but... Um, <coughs> otherwise, um... So, yeah, it's completely different than what it was. Um, but I think it's... It's ripe for, uh... Adding stuff to it. Like, messing with... Because I personally can think of a hundred things I'd mess with. I'd mess with beep, and then I'd mess with beep, and then I'd mess with blah, 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 and a little bit of that. Um, I'd add a chicken. Yeah, for chicken. sure. A chicken for the first play token. No, um, yeah, next, the next person's gonna have fun with this. So I'm trying to think if I have any questions. Um, it's really straightforward. No, it's it's, uh... it's still a straightforward game. It's it like we said, you know, before when we were talking, it does feel like it's a big leap from what we had done, and maybe that's just we need to play with the instruction. I well, think Benny did a great job with it. Yeah, for real, for uh, one night. No, because it definitely feels like um, very much like a new design, and you said it was like two, three hours, which is crazy. Um, mm -hmm. But it's just that kind of thing where I guess we'll set some some ground rules going forward. Just, I mean, I guess the biggest reason for setting some of them is so that you can get through it in two, three hours. Mm -hmm. um, we don't want to spend six, eight hours on this. Not only that, like, you don't want to spend two hours and then, like, be halfway done something. You know what I mean? It's not like you want a tested, polished game when it's done. Uh, but That's what Unpub 6 is for. <laughs> You don't want to uh, get halfway into something and then just have to stop. Um, so yeah, so let's think about um, knowing where we're at here and knowing where we came from. What are the ground rules we'd like to establish? <coughs> uh, we want the designers to, to think of it more as an evolution, maybe addressing the problems or adding one or two things. Um, I'm not sure what's a, an easy way to say that. Without yeah. just saying, add change one or two things, because, and I yeah, and I, I don't think it has to be exactly change one or two things, because if you, we don't want to have someone change two things and then be like, oh, I can't change a third, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh no. Um, but just uh, we gotta just make sure they're in the mindset that we're what we're what we're looking for here is kind of an evolution. Yeah, like if, like, you see what we have here at the beginning, at the beginning for the, it's hard to explain. I can't even get it out in words. Um, what we've brought you. What we've brought you should... There should be traces of it at the end. Yeah. I guess so. That makes good. I, I don't even know. Because after playing this, like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh my god, I, I don't see any trace of the last one. But after playing this, I'm all I'm seeing is going forward, and I'm not sure how much that even, you know, how that even matters that mm. much. Because, like, I'm excited for what happens next. It's not us anymore. It's not just you and I talking about it. And seeing yeah, it's of a, course. If it's a thing. Um, and the PMP doesn't seem so bad. I was, like, <laughs> I was worried a little bit about that. Cool. So, any other questions? Um, I know how to play. All right, so, yeah, here's a couple questions. And I'll probably put these towards the beginning. But, um, you tell me, that being the first time you went out, you... You fly to Benny's house. It's kind of expensive. Yep. Um, Thanks, work. Uh, <laughs> fly to Benny's house and all the way in Texas, which we I don't think we mentioned, but I don't. We may have. 
Uh, go all the way to Benny Sperling in Texas and play the game we have. He, you know, his mind starts going. He messes with it and comes up with this. Uh, how was your experience with, uh, like, introducing the game to people? Like, I think it was easy to introduce because it was it was still a lot closer to, you know, a game that I'd shown you a couple of times. Yeah, you, you're pretty people. familiar with the I game. I was familiar with that game uh, as it stood. So it was, it was pretty easy to, to take it and introduce it to Benny um, and show him uh, the game. And I mean, he showed me in yeah, 15 in minutes. 15 minutes. You know. And the same thing for him. We showed him, and then he and I played through it, and he ran into the issue that we had where he ended up with one card in his hand. Um, you better so, play better. Yeah, well, we, we, but we knew <laughs> no, that was an issue, and that's, you know, that's part of this is you're not trying to make a finished game. You're trying to put your touches. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was interesting, that side of it. I think where some of the things I need to learn is I need to take more audio. I mean, we have about 20 minutes total for Benny. I didn't really... I, I just want to do what we do here, maybe, and just set the microphone up and let it go. Yeah. Make you do all the hard work. Um, so <laughs> Like seven hours of editing to get to a 30-minute podcast? So, you know, I just... You know, we kind of did... I just let it sit for a second and then did some uh, follow-up interview with him. Uh, and, and his wife, is Jax, is in it in the interview, too. Um, so I need to I need to practice that. That's helping me practice that. The uh, you know being on your side of all the inner of the podcast that you're doing right now for some of the other stuff, um, and it just I don't want to corral it. I just want to let things go. So yeah, that's where you know we see some of this. Some of this is me just kind of being like, hey Benny, take this and do something with it. Yep. And you know we didn't put that on the front end, and I just kind of I wanted yeah, to flow, I mean, and it was I wasn't going to stop the energy that was going on. No, and that's that's the part that I see in this that's cool is you see this is like. I don't know if a reimagining or whatever, um, and I, I think that most people aren't. I mean, I do that kind of stuff. Like you put this in front of me, and I'm going to come up with like a bunch of stuff. But I don't think everybody we're going to put this in front of is going to have that. You but know that's why I mean? we're picking these designers because they're all coming at it for a different angle. Yeah, so it's going to it's going to be different every time. Yeah, it's not going to be the same big jump next week. It's not going to be. I took the approach of let me add meeples, and Benny's like, let me just show him up and, you know, uh, make this all new game. Uh, now I'm liking. I'll tell you that he, uh, you know, in his interview, you'll hear it too. He, he's really like excited about this. He was really, you know, just a guy just juices flowing. I guess he used to have a lot That's of time awesome. to get together with a group of people just for the night. Okay, what half a thing you got? Let's figure it out. Yeah. What do you got? Let's figure it out. And he said it really brought him back to that moment. So he was really excited about that. And since then, you said he's played around with it a little bit. He he, play, he actually made a solo variant. It's a little more puzzly and has an AI. But yeah, so we, we sent him the, the uh, instructions that I had written up last week after meeting with him just to make sure that I hadn't missed anything. And he had a whole second page of a solo variant he had come up with like the day before. That's really cool. So that leads me to this question. And this is what do we want to do with this whole project? Um... So Benny, you know, made starting with your version. We had the original version. I changed a couple things. Benny changed a bunch of things. The next person may change a bunch of things. Where does this version today stand? Like, what do we see with this? Other than it comes to the next one, uh, <coughs> you said Benny made a solo version. Is Benny going to work on something that uses this as a base? You know, I don't know. We haven't really talked about him moving on this from before. I mean, we haven't. You and I have had some internal discussions about how we handle stuff. Like, how we feel about it, I say go with it, you know, as a designer, like, especially, like, seeing where, like, to say to Ben, like, you can't do your silly little tile game because it was part of this, 
I don't. It's it's long past that at this point, you know. And then for me, for I can't put meeples on cards. Um, and then for Benny, so it's interesting to see if like they keep developing it. And if anything, we would want to like integrate that. Like, yeah. hey, you know, Benny made this really big game that started with this. You know, um, it would be neat to see where that stuff could go. <laughs> Good luck. So, so I'm sitting down with uh, with uh, Benny Sperling. We just kind of finished uh, him playing with the design for the uh, board game road trip. He got an elixir from Jason Tagmire. Benny, why don't you tell us about the experience uh, this evening? So, I thought elixir was pretty fun. Um, the tableau I thought was was neat, but it was really hard to accumulate that many points on the bottom row um, based on. You know, uh, was it seven spaces? Um, that seemed like kind of a lot with as few cards as it was. Otherwise, I thought the game was really fun. Um, it really kind of made you think, like when you were placing cards, when you were taking cards, when you were doing the actions, when you're interrupting each other, and, and just really a very neat little game. Um, I think also you should score the last card, or the, maybe the card that has your token on it, because I ended up with a whole lot less points than you did. Yes, which is fine. Uh, overall, yeah, I thought it was really, it was pretty neat. And then, so seeing the cards flip made me think about uh, a comment that Jax had made, uh, Jax being my wife, who really loves Alice in Wonderland. And so we played Xenon Profiteer, and she made a comment about, well, this would be just as good or probably better if you were painting the roses red. And so that made me kind of think about, okay, so if these cards are colorful and they're roses on the cards, and then you would maybe draft um, dice to, you know, kind of build the, the colors that way and then mark your cards with a paintbrush of your color. And if it was completed, then it would flip, showing that it was red now instead of whatever color it tried to be originally. Um, and then as you went along, you would be able to box in uh, certain cards to generate an effect uh, either diagonally or adjacently. Um, depending on if it was a, a four or a three. And then uh, placement would matter then as far as adjacency. Like you would get more points if you had, you know, control of, you know, several cards in a row versus just kind of cards strewn throughout the garden where, oh, I have this card here, I have this card four spaces away. Yeah, I think that's really interesting because we did talk about how you wanted to make sure that you got the placement still mattered like it did in the uh, game that you played originally. Yeah, I think any time that, you know, you you do that, where you, you make the players actually have to decide to do something useful with their time, uh, I think was, was pretty important. Um, also, you know, not feeling like you had a dead turn was something that came up for us, and it was like, Jax kept getting those, those you know, she missed three turns where she couldn't do anything. Oh, and there's only eight tokens, which is pretty important. So as far as your paintbrushes, you would only have eight. So you would leave one on the, the rose bush that you scored. Um, so it's sort of like in, you know, Carcassonne and games like that. The more you score, the less guys you, or less chips you have to put out on the new stuff. And so you really kind of are going to be thinking about placement. Yeah, that was something we discussed that, that just having a limited number of tokens would really change it as the game went on. You you don't you want to specialize as opposed to just spreading them out wild. Absolutely. And then too, like with the majority, if 
you know, if you got to a place where it looked like you were definitely not going to win that card, that would be a, maybe a good point to snatch that guy back and then put him somewhere useful. But ultimately, that, that would come back to you if you lost that card, which maybe <coughs> would be a good thing. You know, maybe, you you know, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to take this this bush, and then maybe it would be a bluff or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of the experience so far? You know what? It's It's been a really just a great experience. You know, it's it's been fun to actually sit down and do game stuff because we don't often get to do that much anymore because we have a little one who we love to death. And maybe one day he'll become a game designer. <laughs> um, so uh, where where do you think somebody would take their, this game uh, that you've made, the Painting the Roses Red, what are some of the concerns that you have about it that you might want other people to pay attention to maybe as, as it grows or as it moves forward? I think, you know, they need to be mindful of how many cards are in the deck. Uh, I think we talked about possibly doing like 20 cards because 15 or 14 seemed like not enough. It seemed, you know, the game was too quick. Um, so maybe that's something to be considerate of, especially with, you know, drawing and placing and then doing the effects with the cards. Um, and then also... You know, making sure that the scoring works at the end. You know, does does it? You know, if there's tokens left, do they account? You know, I think we did a, a total number halved, halved, and then rounded down. So you, like, you had four left, Ben, and you ended up with two extra points, which was pretty good for you because then you were the big winner. Yep. And so maybe that's a strategy: is is to, you know, kind of get all your tokens out there even if you don't you know own all the cards maybe that's a, a thing and uh what what advice would you have for somebody else who who uh, takes part in this project later be creative don't be afraid to be silly i don't know um i think anytime you use you, you as a game designer you sit down and you do stuff like this it pushes you to be better and think outside the box or maybe inside the box Depending on what you're doing, um, I, I would say also come with what you love, you know, and, and come from that perspective. Because if it wasn't for the roses being red, I don't know where this game would have ended up. Might be like chocolate fountains or something. Thanks, Benny. Thanks for your time tonight. Absolutely, this has been a blast. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with the rest of the road trip and, and well, you guys get to interact. Awesome, awesome.